Have you have you ever done an itemization? An audit on your life just to see what you really owe. What you really owe. You know, the IRS will do that. They'll come, you know, they got Willie Nelson. God help them. They'll come when they don't think you've paid right or you've paid enough. And they want to do an audit to fix the gaps that you missed. And they go way back. When you were young, you do chores. They come in the room <coughs> and they <coughs> make you do it all over again. <coughs> or the military, you mess up your bed, you tear it apart, do it again. Those are kind of instant audits. But what about the, the annual or the decade audits? Is there an audit? Well, we know there's going to be an ultimate one when we meet the Messiah, when the Lord returns. But have you audited your life? And it's so easy to forget what you owe or forget what you paid or forget how short you were. And then you do know the years you didn't pay, some of you, the years you didn't file. Or that you ignored the letter or the warning. So do an audit, a spiritual audit. So while you're in your current life, your current day, looking at what you need, what you want, what you're upset about, what you don't like, could it possibly be a consequence of years ago, years past? So the doctors will say yes to that. Most of your present conditions, the doctors can reverse engineer and look in the back and see what was the causation where it started, what was the point of origin. And the psychiatrist will tell you the same thing as will manufacturers. So if you look at the current situation and you only think about the current situation and you don't understand this is the residual, this is the royalty, this is the payment that was due, the dividend is finally yielded, it's finally ballooned, here it is, and now this is what you planted, this is the seed that you planted, Years ago, this tree has grown into this. This field has turned into this. There are incidents and conditions that do not, do not fit that description. There are things that just happen on a moment that have nothing to do with you. But the majority of what happens, most of it does have to do with us, right? And that's what Guy was just talking about. Why youth is so dangerous. You were the one that said you want to experiment while you were 18, 19, and 20, and someone is telling you not to go down that path. Proverbs says don't go down that path. Don't worry. You went down that path. Not only did you go down that path, you created new paths, new ways of being wicked and evil and sinning. And now that you are born again, that you have come into the revelation of the truth of God and you want to do what's right, you want to erase all of that, but you can't erase the consequences of the seeds you've planted. The salvation is going forward for the soul's deliverance and not being held spiritually accountable. But physically, you are held accountable. Spiritually, you will be washed of those past things 
And now you have to begin new things in order to have an audit in that realm of what you did after the light came to you. What did you do after the light came to you? Did you pay back like Matthew did all the things you robbed and stole? That would include your tithes, by the way. But you don't think about that one, do you? You continue to try to give God, in your mind, a calculation. Always give more than what you think you should give, by the way. So all your relationships are broken. Your marriages are broken. Your children are broken. You are mentally, spiritually broken. Well, just look back. Reverse engineer and look back. Go into that basement or that attic or that closet and pull out those documents, those old memories that tell you what you did. And it should be for the point of being repentant. This isn't about guilt. It should be about shame, but not guilt. And you should be ashamed. But that shame and that conviction should drive you to say, ah, that explains it. And maybe you wouldn't complain so much about your current condition. Then you'll see how much grace Papa has put on you as a result of those things that have come back to bite you. Those roots have grown up. And Father knew that that was going to happen. So what he did, he put people in your life to help you through the roots, those bitter roots that have now grown up. And you say, wow, Father, this is because I did this and this and did that and did this and planted that seed. But wow, and look, you sent someone to comfort me while I'm in this period of reaping what I've sown. You do reap what you sow. Salvation doesn't eliminate that process. That's a spiritual law of gravity, a spiritual law of physics, spiritual physics. God has set that, put that in motion. That instead, you are whining and complaining about you and what you've done. It was your decision. Rather than give God, Lord, I give you the glory and the thanks. At least you gave me the power to choose to marry that one, to choose to sleep with that one. You gave me the power. You freed me. You didn't force anything on me. You knew I was wrong, but I ignored you. You sent someone to tell me. I ignored them. I told them to shut up. And the consequences are going to get worse the more you keep rejecting the message and the messengers he sends you. And if you think it's kind of bad now, don't worry. Worse is coming. Because you refuse to do what's right. Like you did 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, five years ago, three years ago, one year ago. It's going to get you. Hell, you have no idea what's coming. But if you were living righteously and truly washed, it, you wouldn't have any idea what was coming that was beautiful, that was glorious, that was grand. But now you have no idea of what's coming. That's going to be worse that you couldn't even imagine. Why not not imagine the beauty, the joy, and the reward that's coming rather than the death, destruction, and judgment? And that's only because mentally you refuse to repent. And you think guilt is holy, Guilt is prideful. It's basically giving God your middle finger. I'm so guilty I can't pray. I'm so guilty I can't talk. I'm so guilty I can't repent. I'm so guilty I can't sing. That's pride and ego. You still aren't getting it. You just don't want to do what's right. 
you are determined to be your own God and get in bed with every other God but God to be God's with you over your life, whether it's a woman or men or dogs or pat jobs or your money. And therefore, you're doing this to yourself. So why not just stop? Turn around, head towards the light, stay on the path. Something good Tell me, help me, wish I could Find a dream again Hold the pressure deep within See the friends I left behind Go to the home that used to be mine Play those silly games we played With no microchip inside Ain't no fantasy This isn't all just real to me We're just having fun
need you, we need you now To save us, free us, make us holy now By your power, rescue me By your spirit, Lord, set me free Heal us when we say, when we pray We say, oh Lord we worship, we worship you Singing glory and honor, hallelujah You are worthy, you are due All we offer up to you Take our praises as we sing We say, ooh
I'll do nothing less for you than give my best to you, no matter if it costs my life. Because you're definitely worth the price. What can I do for you? I'll do nothing less for you than give my best to you. Cause you're the reason I make it through the day and through the day. You are the laughter in the Turn into fears Like the wind you come and dry my tears You are the rock that holds me still There's no problem at all You're there whenever I fall Whatever you need from me Whenever you need me to be I can guarantee I'll do nothing less than you Than give my best to you No matter if it costs Best to you, 